Hey everybody, it's Trisha Ann again, coming back in with another podcast segment. Uh, today I want to discuss y'all. Y'all know how <laughs> you always hear people saying when you get in a relationship, they be like, well, you you getting with them, you don't worry about the family. You ain't marrying a family or, you know, different things like that. You ain't got to be this, you don't have to be that. And I'm just here to say that that's a lie. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, we come here to a family, and if you get married, you marrying still into a family, regardless of whether, you know what I'm saying, they, I, you know, if they have a close relationship, whatever it may be. But at the end of the day, when you do get married, you're going to realize, yes, I did marry this family too, because you got some people that are still connected to their families, you know, whether it be a good or a bad connection. You know what I'm saying? So I've witnessed, you know, people getting married into good families where, you know, the the wife marries the husband, husband and the wife, and the husband gets along with the wife's family. You know, he calling her mom, mama, and dad, and vice versa. You know, I've seen that happen. I've seen the good side of families that are able to join and have their family functions and travel and do a lot of things together, and it's no mess. So I do know that's possible. You know what I'm saying? And you can get to a family where it's more love than hate. So I'm not doubting and saying that, <laughs> you know, every, every time you, you get married, it's like, you ain't marrying a family. You don't want to marry because you don't worry about them because you really can't say that because like I said, there I still even though my path has not shown me a lot of good, I still believe that there are good people out there, good families and stuff like that. Because I've witnessed it, so I know it's possible. But then on the other hand, <laughs> you do got the being married into the toxic family scenery. You know what I'm saying? Where those are where those comments come from. You ain't marrying a family. But honey, the sermon God gave us the sermon, and you better use it. Because when you marry somebody into a, in, in a toxic family, Lord forbid, if that person you married still got strong connections to that toxic family, because that's just a hell of waiting. I'm just going to tell it like it is. Because you would be thinking, okay, the time that y'all was hanging and getting to know each other and all of that, it was all good. Because, yeah, you wasn't with the family then. You was with that person. So you more so got connected to the person in the relationship. And you didn't have that with the family. But, baby, after you say I do, you best believe if they got that connection to that toxicity that you saw when y'all was just dating, baby, it's coming full-fledged. You better open your eyes because you're going to get in that family and no, you won't be calling nobody mama and papa on that side. <laughs> yeah, you might be calling them, calling them to get away from you. You better get on, get on about your business, honey. And the thing about it is, is you do have some people 
that marry and they don't engage with their toxic family because they know that they're toxic. And most of the times that lady or man, they're the ones to, they're the curse breaker of that family. So them marrying you that's not toxic like those people is actually helping them to fulfill their mission of pulling themselves away from their toxicity. But then you have those that are toxic themselves and they're still connected to their toxic family as well. And those will be the ones that will slander you to their family and then smile in your face, you know, for their benefit. So you have them type of people where it's like, you will be sitting back and you will be noticing everything that their family is doing for, to them. You know, you will watch their, you know, them get upset about certain things. You will watch like issues with their health start to happen to them. You will watch just the, the slander in itself, the, the, you know, the, just the hate and the jealousy towards them. But then you will be sitting back like, wow, how I see all of this and they don't. You know, you will witness them on the phone, hee-hee and ha-ha with the same people that tried to dig a ditch for them. But see, that's that's mama, that's daddy, that's uncle, that's cuz. You know, that's all of these people that they got a label in their bloodline. And you be sitting back like, it's like, am I tripping or? But then, like I say, when you don't witness good and you know how the good side operate, you start putting it in your mind like, oh, okay. So they all in this together. They all just toxic together. They all just, you know, <laughs> they all just messy. And you start paying attention to it. And then that day when you be like, you know, like you might say something to your partner or whatever, to your wife or your husband, and you might be like, why, you know, certain things you let happen or you put up with with certain people and sometimes you will get that response of well it don't bother me it's just entertainment for me or I don't pay them no attention they this that nothing you sitting back saying to yourself but dang they straight tried to harm you they straight tried to put you in the system to get some harm done to you like they falsifying all kind of stuff about you and you mean to tell me your only backlashes <laughs> You know, I ain't tripping off of it. You sitting back watching them try to destroy them, but then at the same time, they on the phone talking and laughing, and then when they hang up, you know what they say. I love you. I love you, too. And you said to yourself, it was like, dang, they just straight tried to find some, tried to false, find some false stuff on you to straight could get your butt locked up or anything going on. And you mean to tell me that, that don't matter. Oh my gosh. But let me have something to say that's, you know, positive for change or something that needs to be on alert to be looked at. You want to look at me and say, I'm crazy or you just always negative. And you looking back like, I'm negative because I'm trying to make life better. But the negativity that you participating in, you can high five a cabbage patch with that. Oh my goodness, the devil is a lie. And then you sit back and you know, you may have kids or something in those type of family situations and you got to get to the point where like you don't talk your kids, like you got to have a discernment for your kids too. But you can't talk your kids against your family because best believe, baby, as they get older, that spirit of your children start 
feeling that stuff with these other people and they'll come to you because I was their child with my mama's side of the family and different things. I did not want to be around them. You know, nothing personally, it was just something I knew I didn't fit in. Like my spirit didn't match with theirs and I started staying at home. My mama was working at Chrysler rest in peace her beautiful soul i wish she would have got a little more discernment and was able to walk away but anyway my mama was working at chrysler y'all and she would have to be at work before i would get off to school and i had a little key you know to get in y'all when i tell y'all i was seven years i was about seven eight years old when i started staying at home by myself when my mama would be at work school, what you get out, get home by three or something like that. And my mama's working 10 to 16 hour shifts sometimes. So what they tell you, she coming home in the a.m. hours. You hear me? <laughs> but I rather I had rather be scared at home than to be going over my grandmama house or any of her people house. So what that tell you, you know, and then my granny on my daddy's side, now that's the love of my heart, Lord. If she lived to see it this month on the 23rd of September, my granny would be 91 years old. The Lord kept her with me because see, both of my parents are deceased, but the Lord kept the wisdom here with me. Thank you, Jesus. But baby, let me tell you, I was in Missouri. She was in Illinois. So it ain't like she was around the corner down the street. That was my 911 calls when I was feeling a certain kind of way. I got my granny. I heard granny. I heard, I heard something on this house. Something, and we had a big tree on the front. And she would be like, girl, that's probably them squirrels going across there. But you know, at the beginning, you young, you don't know. You know, little things or whatever. So... I would be calling my great any little thing that reminds because I knew it wasn't nothing to actually be calling no police, but I thank God I'm blessed. And I look back on it now, I never did have no issues being at home by myself in them AM hours. But honey, when I tell you my granny may, I'm going to call her <laughs> when I hear anything. And that's who I stayed on the phone with. And I'm telling you, even in my adult life, it got to the point like I'd be out going somewhere, maybe went to a party or something, and I would be driving home, y'all, and I would pick up that phone, call my granny mate, talk to her until I got home safely in the house and all that. So that's why I know, it, and, and in my case, I, that that was my safety right there, my granny mate. I could call her anytime of night or whatever it may be, baby, and she gonna talk to me. And that started at a young age. So that's why now when I look at people that like to just participate in much foolishness, I'm like, no, nah. and I never did force my kids. Like, see, my mama in the beginning, she tried, she would get a little upset with me because I didn't want to go around with her people, but it took somebody at the time that she was in a relationship with was like, if that girl crying like that and she don't want to go over there, it's something ain't right. You know, you can't keep forcing a child to do so. That's why the things that I had to deal with, I made sure I didn't pass that on to my kids. So that's why I don't understand now in this world why people don't want to grow up. Because we all have been through something, some in childhood. Why do you want to continue that dysfunction? So like I was saying, my kids had got to the point where as they got older, it was certain people they didn't want to be around. And because I made sure I had a relationship with my kids where they could come talk to me about anything, and they would tell me, Mama, I don't want to go over there no more on this. And I didn't make my kid because I knew how they felt as a kid myself. You know what I'm saying? So 
I had to I had to have Jesus watch my kids too at a certain point in their lifetime. Made it home a different situation because I didn't have nobody trustworthy that I even felt like leaving my kids with. But then at the same time, I did start paying for like before and little aftercare and stuff like that for them at a younger age. But at the same time, I didn't force them to go around no family that they didn't want to be around because that's that's torture. That's how I felt when I used to have to go and I didn't want to be there. So that's why now I look at these grown folks like, and I just really start paying attention to these different toxic families. I'm like, you know, we was raised to respect your elders. And now I'm looking at these people that are 60 and 70 years old and they ain't grew up, but they just got older. And I'm supposed to let them tell me how to do or let them, you know, be some type of role model to my kids with that dysfunction that they own just because they are elder. The devil is a lie. <laughs> but, honey, I just want to say it's it's just, you know, you sit back and like I say, for the people that actually got married into these toxic families and got with somebody that actually participate with a toxic family, you just got to get peace in it to be able to say, well, I'm not going to fool with that. And if that's, you know, you can't stop nobody from being around their own family and going around them, them, their stuff, but you can you you got control over you and how you going to participate in that dysfunction. But the only thing about it is to get married into those toxic type of families and really not have that closeness and people not looking, you know, out for family or want to help. You know, everybody trying to find a way to get something for nothing to manipulate or do that. But you notice those type of families, they do all of that to each other because you'll see they that's what you call that type of conditional love they be loved up but then i start saying uh when i was looking amongst those type of families i'm like it's some secrets out here that these families got amongst each other that they don't want to let get out here in these streets so they got to keep that connection because they don't want they little family secrets and they look underhanded stuff that would probably make them look bad because you know them type of people they be more so for their self-image anyway so when you start paying attention and you understand it you'll start learning how to get your peace in it and not worry about it so like i said they say you're not marrying the family kind of sort of you are but then if you do manage to get into those type of situations you got to use your discernment to be able to pull away from it and get your peace and i say the peace is walking away you ain't got to have no confrontation with these people no fallouts and nothing like that because they're gonna talk about you either way so gracefully remove yourself away from it and call it a day so until my next podcast y'all love trisha